Oh my gosh, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Hey, man. Face the right way the first time this time. That's how you know it's going to be a good episode. I concur, guy on my left. Um, <laughs> we are also on... I should say we are right now streaming first on mutinyradio.fm. What a fantastic internet radio station coming out of the Mission District of San Francisco. We have been on the air since 2016. You can listen to us first every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch. We're going to have you listen to our podcast and watch a movie on YouTube at the same time. We're also a podcast. You have to find us by the acronym mentioned up front. L. L. W. YT stands for the two words YouTube. And you could also go to. We're also right now on YouTube itself. How Apple Eat itself. One word website, YouTube. The two word website, the words being you and tube. Um, go ahead. You can f go subscribe to us, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And you know, Carl, we've been on the air for several years. Do us a favor. Go to iTunes. Just give us a review. Yeah. I said it. I said it. After seven years, I finally said it. Carl, what is the movie this week? Well, that's actually what I'm going to ask you, Head of the Family 1996. Michael, what is the movie this week? It's Head of the Family from 1996. Carl, no. I feel like our world is upside down. Normally, you research and watch a movie, and then I come in cold. But this episode... This is like a switcheroo. It's like you're over here now. All right. We're going to milk as much mileage. Milk as, milk as much <laughs> as we can out of this video. Switcheroo. This is okay, a switcheroo so episode. You go to YouTube search engines, you, you put in the, head, no, just head of the family, no, the, yes. 1996. That's correct. This is What's a movie directed by Charles Ban, and his production company, Full Moon Features, is hosting this movie. So Full this Moon is an official. Themselves? 
yeah, they're this this is they're officially giving this movie away for free. I'll bit I'll be it edited, but don't worry. Plenty. By the way, can I just give a content warning up front? Full uh, frontal yeah. nudity. Full frontal nudity. Thank 24/7. you for warning us. <laughs> and there's some gore, and there's a scummy boyfriend, but for the most part, full frontal nudity and some nope. some some mad scientists if you if that kind of upsets you which i was uh, rattled anyway fine head of the family 1996 full moon features that's a lot of information to digest it's so now it's a chore no it's not a chore because what mike has done is he's gone and double down invested in the quality of this film this uh this episode by getting an interview with a celebrity not comedian he, yeah, I would call him a comedian if you oh, think celebrity uh, comedian countdown. He's an NPR humorist. How about that? Ah, ah. <laughs> so look, take it away, Mike. Hello, hey, welcome to a special switcheroo edition of comedian celebrity comedian countdown. Uh, here with your host Mike Spiegelman and our special guest Adam Felber. Welcome, Adam. Great to have you here on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It is a pleasure to be here. Wow, and that crowd is that crowd is pumped. Red hot. You know what? It's Normally hot. Carl does these interviews and he has like some kind of crowd noise. I just wanted to trump him up front, provide our own crowd noise. Adam Felber, great to have you here. Adam is a, you probably recognize Adam from NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Who oh, is, yeah. I can't believe I get to say this a panelist on the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am, yes. One of the great 20th century jobs, keeping it alive, being a panelist. I love it. I love uh, it you too. Also... It's, it's the easiest job in show business. Oh, no, you've been doing it every week. It's great. It always well, not every week, but, but uh, you know, they rotate us in and out. But, boy, you just go in, you make jokes, you leave. Love it. And you can also hear Adam and uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me regular, Paula Poundstone with their own podcast, uh, nobody listens to Paula Poundstone, and you have something. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Called Dad Band, Dad Bandland. So Dad Bandland. Yes, yes, I do. We'll, let's save that for last. Okay. You wrote. I couldn't believe this. Now Adam and I know each other. Adam is good friends of my brother Adam Spiegelman. Also, Adam, Adam. Spiegelman is a god among this show. He created the podcast Proudly Resents, the cult movie podcast, which this show is based on. Uh, and we've had him as guests most recently for Come and Get It. So we were all gathered together, and I did not realize this, Adam, that you co-wrote the memoirs for filmmaker Charlie Ban. I did. Called- I did. That was my uh, my uh, pandemic job. Oh, my I, God. I hadn't written a book in a while, but my book agent got in touch with me and said, this project might interest you. And boy, was he right. It was fantastic. You know, the premise of our podcast is that we i've always read about movies and directors but i've never seen had access to their films until youtube came out and now i can watch it i did a classic i read your book first and then i saw his movies oh wow yeah i had no idea like i've always heard of uh full moon productions and i've always heard of the the long ongoing puppet master series but I had no idea who this young guy was, and I didn't realize how influential he was in the 80s. Holy shit. So the guy, it's Charlie Band is his name, and I got to ask you, Adam, up front, I didn't realize, like, in the spirit of Stan Lee, in the spirit of just 20th century showmanship, 
this guy's a genuine showmanship. How is it to write the memoirs to a guy who's a showman? It was such a trip. And he's such a showman that um, I also thought he was a liar. I think when I, when I first took a meeting with him, he just started unspooling this this spiel, uh, not 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 uh, spiegel, spiel. Uh, it, he was saying, "Oh, uh, my dad discovered Marilyn Monroe, so she was my first babysitter, and my granddad was uh, a famous artist, friends with Chagall in Paris, but he was in the White House carving a bust of, or sculpting a bust of FDR when the Nazis took Paris, and so." After his new friend FDR settled him in Hollywood, and, and it, it just went on and on. And he said, I gave Demi Moore her first movie starring role, and I gave Helen Hunt her first starring role, and I accidentally bought the biggest castle in Umbria in Italy, and I, I, I bought Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio south of Rome for no money down and ran it until it was taken from me after three years. Like, this endless spiel. And he and was right. All of, all of it true. turned out to be true. I agreed to the book before I knew it was all true, but right. it was all true. It's, a, it's an amazing, amazing guy who his, can. His grandfather tell was story. Max Ban, the uh, Parisian uh, artist who he, I've always heard, but I, I never really connected, you know, him to anything. Yeah. And then also, his son, we should mention, is the lead singer of the Calling. Uh, one his of his son sons. is the lead singer of the Calling. His his dad was John Ford's AD on. Um, Concrete jungle, asphalt jungle, whatever that movie was. Um, That's the most remarkable. Uh, and he did discover Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Marilyn we, did live here in my neighborhood. And uh, I found out. As his babysitter. You know, babysat him yeah. when he was one. He, it's also a story of Los Angeles. Like, he really loves Los Angeles and at one point owned 31 properties in, yeah. around the area. Insane. He compulsively yeah. collected properties. One of them is very well known. If you ever watch the um, the uh, first season of or first three seasons of Entourage, the giant mansion that the guys rent that's the that's the Toberman Estate, which abuts uh, uh, that park near Griffith Park, uh, Runyon Canyon. Yeah, and that estate was owned by Charlie for for several years. His I want to talk to you about Empire Pictures, Meta Arts, and the fact the man created 3d movies recreated in the 80s <laughs> yeah where do you want to start there's a lot there okay let's start from the beginning let's start from what i want to uh, talk about wizard video games in 1985 licensed <laughs> texas chainsaw massacre for the 2600 yeah charlie was charlie takes you know he's not shy about saying that he invented a lot in video yes, games I. he um he got the idea in the late 70s, I think, that, that uh, video games were going to be a thing not just for kids but for adults. And with that in mind, he licensed Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween. And he licensed them for, like, no money at all. John Carpenter was his buddy. That was easy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, he was already in the business of licensing movies. And the conventional wisdom was that you can't make a video game for adults. Um, and, and there was no market for it. So... For very little money, he made a Halloween video game and a Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, and everybody else turned out to be right. There was no market for games for adults at that time. <laughs> it was the video game bust. It was a bust. Out. They had to sell it. You know, they had to keep it behind the counter and sell it in brown paper bags. And uh, it was, you know, parents wanted to ban it, and uh, they sold zero copies basically. Oh my God. 
Yeah, no, well, now it's like a it's a treasure chest. I mean, if you could yeah. find a copy of that, it's worth so much. Like, and it's one of those hollowed stories. It's funny because I was listening. I listened to the audiobook, so I heard him in full effect. And he said, I created the most notorious video game. And I said, oh, please don't let it be Hunter's Revenge, Custer's Revenge. Right, right? no. Please don't it let the... it be the, the cum-eating one. So I, I told was really... him about Custer's Revenge, though. I did. He he's kind of a classy guy. Like I really, I saw Crash is one of his early seventies films. Yeah, we head of the family. We're going to watch in a couple of minutes, and then I watched uh, Evil Bong Eight, which was an <laughs> hour long from twenty twenty two. I was on all... set for that. I visited him on set. Okay, so why don't we just close? Tell me what it's like being on the set of a Charlie Band production. Well, there's um. There's a lot of good feeling. Everybody's in a good mood. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it, they're real sets. I mean, they, there's all the personnel that you'd want. There's the sound people and the lights people, and it, it's not, it's not a completely cheapo production. Even though he's made over 350 movies now, um, yeah, there is nudity on set. If you, <laughs> spoiler alert, he, there are. But it was, it was great nudity. Uh, and by the way, they're at a restaurant for the entire hour, and nobody stands. So you get great quality nudity sitting Wait, above the waist nudity. Yes, above I, the waist nudity. I, I was on that set, and it was um, for these days. He's got this bright idea that like some of his uh, the roles should be influencers that he finds on Instagram because it's a mu mutually beneficial relationship. The Instagrams, in, the the IG personalities, the influencers brag about being in his movie. He gets their audience to see his movie. So those three women played themselves. They're all influencers. Yes. Well, I'll be because the rest of the people, like it stands. He has this great, like Stanley Marvel vision of of crossovers and having his own editorial video, uh, and so it's 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 a new world for me. So I went blind. I met the Tiger King in that hour. Yep. Did you talk to the Tiger King? <laughs> I talked to everybody on set. He was super influenced as a kid by Marvel comics. Just and he wanted to create when he first pitched the idea of Universal uh, in the mid-'80s, um, uh, uh, putting his movies out straight to video, he was pitching the idea of an extended universe. He thought that was where, where it was at, that he would have crossovers and have these IPs that would continue forever. And we should mention, he went bust like three times, went right. com almost completely broke three times, and then reinvented himself. And the smartest thing I think he ever did was the last time he went bust in the early 2000s, when he went bust again because it was between that and his intellectual property and he wanted to keep the evil bong movies the puppet master movies he wanted to keep all his properties because he was like i'll be back and he was right he was absolutely right and now we should mention yeah. go to tubi tv there's a really good full moon entertainment channel there there's ads but they have the most recent they have like 40 50 years worth of entertainment there including it's charlie amazing. his his father who directed co-directed yeah, that's one thing. Ghoulies 2, I did not realize it was an indoor set. They had a giant carnival. That's nuts. We're that was when he had 3. Dino De Laurentiis' movie studio. Dino went belly up, kind of fled to America, although he never he didn't describe it that way. And yeah. uh, through some shady bank deal, gave the studio to Charlie. He had these six sound stages, and he was flourishing. Like the Puppet Master movies were rocking and rolling. So for making Ghoulies 2, he and his dad built a carnival inside a soundstage oh unreal unbelievable and then of yeah. course troll i should mention great movies and he mentions he doesn't have the rights to those films 
those are MGM or somebody. Like, yeah, there's a they... few of his movies. You know, people people denigrate his movies, but they people also watch his movies. So there's a there's a handful of them, including the ones for kids like Prehysteria, that he hasn't necessarily gotten all the rights back to yet. He would love uh, to get Troll back, but he doesn't have it yet. Right, and he did a lot of good kids movie. I don't know. I honestly, at the end of the day, his stories are really about stories. The mysteries of these, uh, you know, even Crash was about a magic ed, uh, amulet that that causes chaos, and it's always about that unknown. And I, I yeah. think it's really, like, you know, he is exploitative, but you know, Adam, the definition of his exploitation is really interesting. It's something people really want to see, like the, the yeah. Corona Zombies movie. Oh yeah, at the beginning of, of the day I met him, he was wrapping production on. The, the movie that he was shooting right before the, the lockdown for the pandemic, and the movie was called Corona Zombies. And it was basically <laughs> a what if this, this coronavirus was actually a zombie virus. And it was, it was really fun to, to watch that movie. And, but yeah, his definition of an exploitation movie is what the classic, the Roger Cormans of the world, how they define it. It's not, you're not exploiting the people. Like a black exploitation movie doesn't exploit, um, Black people so much as it exploits the fact that people want to see those movies in those conditions right now. Yeah. It exploits oh, yeah. It, cultural moments, not the people making them. Yeah, and I thought that was a much solid because a lot of like pioneers, like just the way he figured out home video and stuff like that. Other pioneers like that, they're really nasty people or their their movies after a while get grind down on you. And I didn't really have that vibe with him. And and No, so... he's relentlessly positive, even in the grossest movies. And you're about to watch by the way, uh, head of the family, right? Yes. When I asked Charlie in one of our first interviews, because we spent the pandemic talking on the phone and I recorded everything, um, when I asked him what his favorite movie was he ever made, that was his first answer. Well, that was the first movie listed. And it was classic Mike Spiegel. And I'm like, I have to read about this movie before I see it. But yeah, that was the first one. And I, I have all that information from the book that I will tell Carl when we watch this movie. So it's demented. Us... You guys are going to love it. It's, it's, it's just a crazy, crazy movie. And honestly, I'll, I'll show my cards. I thought it was really good. I yeah. love that noir stuff he did, like really kind of classic adult stuff. It wasn't really dumbed down. And, and you know, but I'll say it, that, Adam. It makes you wish he directed more movies. He didn't direct a lot in, in the prime days of, of, of those because he was running an entire studio and yeah. pumping out 12 movies a year minimum. So, no. yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. He didn't direct as many as I kind of wish he had. Because another classic, I just want to tell everybody, genuinely a great movie, and Quentin Tarantino agrees with me, um, is Trancers with Helen Hunt. Thanks for bringing that up. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the weirdest movies mentioned was Pulse Pounders, which featured a mini sequel to Trancers. Yes. Uh, they were all mini sequels, weren't they, in Pulse Pounders, if I remember correctly? What correct. a weird movie. It was three anthology of, of sequels of, of his own productions. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, was, that was his approach. It's always been his approach is to keep building on his universe. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dadbandland.com? Uh, no, just uh, Google Dadbandland. It's it's in your podcast. It is. I have a neighborhood cover band, and it struck me that that's kind of a fun thing. Um, right. So I created a podcast where we explore music from the point of view of some guys who play it. I love bad movies. I love NPR. I love Paula Poundstone. Your audience, you're on your own with this dad uh, band. band. <laughs> dad band land. Come on, DBL. Yeah. Audience, by this point, you enjoyed this conversation. You're ready to hit. You have this movie on pause at zero, zero, zero. What Adam says, go. We want you to go ahead and press uh, play. So, Adam, starting like a three, two, one, go. Nice, even. 
You got Take it. it away. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, enjoy the movie, everybody. Here it comes. Three, two, one, go. Wow. Albert, author of Confessions of a Puzzle, uh, Puzzle Meister. That's, that's Will Short's book. Confessions of a Puppet Master, uh, uh-huh. my years in Hollywood. And this movie gets mentioned immediately in the book. But that's his pseudonym. He's Robert uh, Talbot. 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 It's actually Charles Band. He also is the production man. Like Boys in the Band. Charles Band. Okay. Yeah. Band on the Run was one of his chapters. <laughs> he couldn't resist, right? He could not resist. Hey, I'm with the band, he said. Uh, so check out his brother does the music. Check it out. Funny but eerie. Ooh, spooky. Oh. That's his the music. Brother has some part. Chops. Now, d- doesn't this, there's a big house and some kind of wacky, spooky music playing. Right. What TV show are you thinking of right now? I'm thinking of Fuller House. <laughs> no. Oh, Carl, Carl, I walked by a place in Los Angeles that had a sign that said Full House, and I thought, Carl's got to see this. It's the Full House house in Los Angeles. <laughs> you remember how we teased the house? That was so much fun. Oh, my God. I When Carl visited me in San Francisco, we literally had to go to the Full House house. Yeah, we sang to the Full House house. We sang Charles in Charge. <laughs> That's right. They, they chased us away. So we've been staring at this house with this wacky music. What's the mystery behind this freaking house? Ghosts? Well, we'll find out when the writer, when the producer and director credit pops up. What Here does it come. look like? Does it look like um, I, I should I should recognize that it doesn't look like Doctor Strange's house. It doesn't look like Amityville Horror. It doesn't look like the Adams Family house to you. Don't oh, you have like Adams Family vibes? Is that vibes? what you're seeing? Okay. Yeah. And here they are. Here's the Adam family. Uh, big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Big guy, glasses, and sex bomb. Oh my god, look at them. Names. They're coming closer. Look out. Okay, this is an interesting now? trick. The music stops the moment the, the money goes in the jukebox. You know, you hear like a song playing briefly. Billy Boy better play nice with. All right, so. Welcome to this world. This is a group. We are talking to a biker right here. Uh, He is a drug dealer. And he's saying, hey, man, it was a little light. You better uh, make sure you get money. I'll break your buddy's other arm. He's like, you got it. He's like, I'll break your arm, too. He's like, okay, now get out of here. (laughs) Right? He's stealing drugs here in Lance's restaurant. And Lance is a guy behind the counter. And he's talking to Loretta. That's the biker's girlfriend right there. Okay, Loretta. Porky Pig. Yeah, she Loretta, man. Porky Pig? What's that? Because her, her name is Loretta, uh, is uh, Jacqueline Bovell, and she was originally an accountant. She said you're getting, like, kind of poochy, eating all that ice cream. Okay, poochie? now look. Oh, her bot. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, this guy's eating Cheerios, and he doesn't complain about the biker. He says, oh, look, here comes the stack pool. So here they come. Glasses, guy named Wheeler. There's Esperella, the sex pot, and the big guy is Otis, and they want groceries. 
for some reason, this restaurant is like called Shop and Stop. And, really? you know, like the, yeah, the director said, hey, this works out great. Now go into the restaurant and get groceries. We'll make it a stop and shop. What's what's uh, Sex Pot's real name in the film? In the is Esperella. Esperella. It's like like Esterella. Okay, and that Got Esterella, it. she doesn't really talk in this movie. Her name is listed as Diane Colasco, but her okay. real name is Alexandria Quinn. She has been in porn movies for the last three decades, and okay. I will give out. I, I would actually like to read a couple of her movie names. Carl, you tell me if you've seen them. Okay. All right. So, My Mommy Bang Brothers 2, Mom Loves yeah. Cock, Hot yeah. Mocha, so, Suck It Dry, Bootylicious yeah. 3, Hard to Swallow, Interracial Lesbian Nation. Well, hold on. Bootylicious 3, Hard to Swallow. It's the full title? No, those are two separate films. One was shot yeah, in I, didn't, I, I didn't see. No. What about Lesbian Hooter Party? Cock Swallowers, yeah. Gangster Bangs 5, Big Tit mm -hmm. Swim Party. Not 5. Maybe 5. Maybe 5. What was okay. the party? Bukaki party? American oh, no, Bukaki party? I didn't party? see that. I don't like it. It's so, like, I all I'm thinking about in those films is the cleanup. Ugh. Oh, I'm really, well, yeah, that's because like you're When they stop shooting. Oh, what a mess. All right, so getting back to the movie, his girlfriend said, I got to take a piss. And he goes, well, why don't you announce it to everyone? Now, suddenly, did, Lance did she has, go, hey, I got to take Yeah, and then Lance goes, hey, I'll be right back. I got to go get something in the back. Oh, where the <gasps> no! Right Loretta. off, the bat, we got ourselves an affair. Oh yeah, there they are. They got their groceries. Food. Why are now, they he... walking like robots, kinda? Yeah, uh, I'll acting? spoil it for you. It's obviously that their brother Myron is telepathically uh, uh, controlling them. Okay, Myron. These guys, they're all like, I guess they're quint quartets, four of the same. But basically, Myron is head of the family, Carl. He's head. Oh, check this out. I love, I, I'm going to crank the volume. Okay. They, there's several sex scenes in this, and it's soft core, right? So you see her, but you don't really see him. He's always doing it when he goes on. She wants to be called Scarlet. And they talk, they have like six sex scenes in this movie. We could do a tally. They talk through the sex scenes. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like they scheme while they're banging. Damn much time in the toilet. I swear that woman's got a bladder the size uh -oh. of a corn. Uh oh. Uh oh. Do 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 do. You... Who is it? <laughs> I still... <laughs> it's a little too dark, but you you're gonna see like she's totally naked on most of this stuff. Uh huh. How low can you go? Well, yeah, where can it be? Uh-oh, Carl. No, Carl. Carl, no. <laughs> Looks like the movie's over. This is going to be like a trauma. Phew. He's in the employee bathroom right in there. Red, are you in there? Oh, you won't. What are you doing in there? Well, Not having sex. Well, whatever you're doing, hurry well, you know, up. You see Lance is holding a box right there on his wing. <laughs> <laughs> Make the credits go away. Okay, never mind. I can see it. <laughs> so, wait, wait. it is my thing, like, too dark? 
it I think it's just a dark room. I'm not sure. Well, that was dark. Yeah, I guess maybe it's it isn't darker. the film. Uh-huh. I've watched this film three times, and I watched it once on YouTube and twice on Tubi, and it seems a little darker than normal. Yeah. Hey, Lance, remember me? We just banged. Yeah. Now this, you know, full full moon. Have you ever heard of full moon pictures? No. No. Who did you? Okay. Your countdown was a was about the director. It was a guy who wrote a book about him. Yeah. So it was the memoirs of director Charles Band. Memoir. And the guy who co-wrote the memoirs was Adam Felber, who is a NPR panelist on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, and. He, uh, I'm good friends with him. I've known him and his sister for a while. Uh-huh. He told me about this book he wrote, and I said, "Well, you got to come on," because Charles Band is like, you know, we have we love Roger Corman. Charles Band yeah. is like, what if your heroes were Stanley and Roger Corman, right? Okay. You would create a movie industry, and you would also have a video segment called like, you know, the Video Soapbox or whatever. So he was like a showman. Like, I don't think. I was really hesitant because I had heard about this guy, his full moon pictures, crank out films like the puppet master movies and evil mm-hmm. bong and ginger dead man and ginger weed dead. I think there's another guy, deader we- weeder men. Uh, there's like <laughs> dangerous dolls. He, and what he does is like, he was doing crossovers with his characters as movies like evil bong versus ginger dead man. Long okay. before Marvel kind of did the Avengers on on screen, so he was like he always thought of like crossovers, and he would be cranking out these for the home market, and he would have a segment where it would be like the Video Zone, where he'd be like, "Hey guys, Charlie Band here, I have some great news." You know what I mean? So he was kind of like Stanley, and he was he was definitely a Roger Corman guy, and he directed yeah. about seventy movies and produced about three hundred. You know. <laughs> And you know, like we we've known like trauma. We know, yeah, a lot of people who make these movies are just kind of ugly. You know what I mean? Like yeah, after a while, you don't really want to see it. It's kind of cool how they did it, but his films are slightly. This film is kind of cool. There's like double crossing. What's going on right now is the biker is saying, "Hey, Lance, congratulations! I now you got a new partner. I co-own this place." And I'll be coming by every two weeks to collect two thousand dollars. Okay, and he, he, that extortion. So he goes. He goes to his girlfriend. There's a running gag where he goes, "What's the word I'm thinking of?" And she goes, "Brains." He goes, "No, that's not it." He <laughs> goes, "I'm kind of sort of a entrepreneurial. Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of?" She goes, "Shakedown artist." <laughs> he goes, "No, that's not it." He goes, "No, dummy." <laughs> But it, what's also funny, because they're fucking in the back, and then she goes, uh, my boyfriend wants to talk to you. So they didn't realize that he's actually extorting him. They thought like right. they knew of the affair. He's oblivious to the affair. Hey, look, he's saying you spread yourself too thin. That's why you're all pale. You got to go out and get laid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who would fuck you? This, you know, so this is like backstabbing so they want to get rid of him and then an yes. opportunity will come to lance and lance's response is fucking extorting you know he's lance is going to face a monster and in most of these movies it goes one way lance is going to fucking extort the monster black wow monster. all right that works so this yeah 
So not it's not what I was expecting. I was expecting like some gore, some tits, some gore, and then you know, rinse and repeat. He's like upping the ante with uh well I've hair. never like Corman used to always say that plot doesn't matter in these films. you you're just showing them sensationalism. Um and I've always thought you should just do both. Yeah. Well we we discussed it with Adam. Uh he Charlie Charles Band talks about what he feel what his definition of exploitation is. Okay. And he uses a movie he he did in twenty two called uh, Corona Zombies, okay, which was he it was it, he shot it the day of the shutdown in March twenty two, in March twenty, and then he released it like in April. And it was basically okay. Tiger Lily where they dub in dialogue in old films, but they have this you know, uh, original structure of Corona zombies come in saying Corona. <laughs> and he was saying that for him, exploitation is more something that everyone's talking about and putting yeah. it on the screen. And well, I mean, the, the word exploitation sounds negative connotation, but really it just means you're exploiting a situation that'll make people notice it, take, you know, it'll, it'll turn into sales, you know? Right. He has this running series called Kendra and Barbie. And I think Kendra is played by his current wife. Uh, I don't think they're married, actually. But okay. one of their recent movies was Kendra and Barbie Save the Tiger King, starring okay. <laughs> Tiger King, the guy from the documentary. So that's what his, his feeling of like, people are talking about the Tiger <laughs> King. He's made a Tiger King movie. Yeah. What do you do? Because in the Let's curio, it will yeah. pick up. And a lot of times, like, you know, he says, yeah, okay, now, you need, who? Now, she's, the waitress is saying, waitress, you're playing okay. with fire, right? You've, you're right. sleeping around, you're sowing your oats, Loretta oats. <laughs> and uh, you see the you smoke watch behind out. her? Yeah, because when Howard Oates finds out, you're out of here. He's like, I'm a big boy. This guy, Lance, he's been in like a bunch of movies and then he stopped. He was in like Criminal Minds. He's been Dark Prophet, Days of uh -huh. Our Lives, Burn Noses, uh -huh. Desperate Housewives. But he did like movies like Lurking Fear, Siren's Kiss, Shade of Grey, Killer Eye. And I found on IMDb, currently he's a fitness enthusiast, like as a motivational okay. coach. So Did you say Spider? What did I say? I said Siren's, Siren's Kiss. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Did I say Spider-Verse again? No, I but you, I, I think there was a film called Spider's Kiss, and it had Morgan Freeman or something. Yeah, I, I remember. The Kiss of the Spider-Woman. Is it Kiss of oh, the Spider-Woman? I don't know. Maybe. Now they're well, banging again. This? Is this Lance again or no? Yeah, Lance and Loretta are uh, Lancing. Look, He's so Lancing Loretta right now. Okay, but why don't... Why don't, don't why are they hiding it? Why don't they say, look, I want to break up. I think I'm in love with Lance. <laughs> no, so Lance, they gotta they gotta get rid of Howard because Howard is no. black, is 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 shaking down him and they're having an affair. She wants to dead. Look at this. She's completely can, fucking Can you block out him and just <laughs> can we Yeah, you know glasses. She Listen. is fucking terrific. She's been in like Jacqueline Lowell's been in tons of shit. She was originally an accountant, like I said. In 1995, she was voted the number one nude model. And so she went from accountant to model. Uh, she's been in those penthouse videos, those Playboy mm -hmm. videos. She published her own magazine called Babe Magazine. 
What what uh, year are we talking? Because maybe you don't know, but uh, magazines aren't very current. Nineties, nineties when right. magazines were still relevant. Oh yeah. Okay, now we're we're switching to another guy. This guy has a truck. This this highway is just a long path, but. Listen, I, I, I got I don't have Otis name right. Uh we've got glasses, sex pot, and big guy? What was it? Yeah, big guy is Otis. Big okay, big now Otis put a fake detour sign on this straight road. Yeah. And the truck driver is driving into their house. Like it's a trap. Uh-huh. And Loretta and Lance are gonna be driving down and they're gonna notice this detour and they're gonna be suspicious. Okay. But right now they're scheming, as Norvell's do. Against Biker? Yeah, they're gonna get. Biker's they're gonna take name? Howard Oates down. Howard, Howard Oates. Oates the Howie Oates. Does he say Howie? No, no, I call okay. him Howie. Howard Oates. It's a. I'm a dump. What's your name? Howie. Right. It's not. Oates. It's not Flash. It's not. Okay. Wait a minute. Right here. Vicious. This is. Yeah, right. That's the thing. That's a... Uh, hmm. So, uh, it's funny. I, I was reading about uh, Loretta. Her six, she let her 16-year-old daughter watch this movie. Okay. Is that bad? And she's, she's, the complaint was in the article, which is on INDB, was that uh, she didn't like seeing her mom naked so much and that they were having an affair. Okay. So here he is. He's taking a look. He's going to see what's going on, right? Yeah. Because it, it's a detour right to the creepy house, the Stackpole house. And somebody already fell for it. We're not the same people, those dopes. Listen, uh, Wheeler. Okay, well, I guess I'll watch the movie and I'll find out. Well, no, no. Ask me any um, question you have about Wheeler. Uh, I'm just not sure what's the deal. They're luring people in for some... Uh, but I'm about to find out, I guess. I know, right? So right there, Otis is banging the shit out of the truck driver on the back of his truck, and like they're dragging him? him into the wacky house. Okay, not killing him or... Not killing him. No, that's a really good point. Lance. I don't think right. Lance has washed up since the act, right? Right, we've seen him fuck twice now. So, but could you just imagine his... Like, okay, he's wearing You think pants. he's crusty right now? Yeah, like, it's like, or who knows? Like, maybe it's been drying, right? Seriously, he's got his moist underwear on. Uh-huh. It must be terrible. Well, I mean, his balls must have gone through the ringer. Okay, so he's like, yeah, we got to. Now he's he's figuring everything out. He just witnessed the stack pulls beating a guy unconscious and dragging him in this house. Okay, because so he's not calling they him. have his truck, or we don't know yet? They also took the truck, and they're this is Florida. Okay, oh, did I mention truck. this is they Florida? They him inside. It was about getting him. Yeah, they want they want the truck driver. The driver, okay. Yeah. They're going to okay, hide so the Lance car. Lance was like, fuck that, and he's going the other way. He's going to go to the house and say, I know what you guys are doing. And if you don't pay me two thousand, I'm gonna go uh, a week. I'm gonna go to the cops. So that's right. how he's gonna pay there, off. Look, there's cops. Wheeler. There's Wheeler with that his glasses creepy. off. That is disgusting. Now this this truck driver, God bless. What's going on? What? 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 This, this is like what? what? He was in Animal House. Otis. Right. Well, he was in like Tom Kroll's uh, horror movie when we shot his kids. 
What? What? Oh, no! Oh. Alright, so they're gonna operate on him, and the guy operating him freaked this guy out, and we haven't seen him yet. Those are double doors? I don't really get that. I think it's just decoration on a wall. Oh, okay, because it looked like a monkey, and it was double doors. Everything's so dark in this cut. We are in a mad scientist basement laboratory, as seen okay. in House of Thousand Corpses, I guess. It's not like sex dungeon. It's mad scientist. And they're all lobotomized, Carl. So they okay. can't even, they're not even thinking about sex. They have their eyes on their bottom, their lobotomized. <laughs> Wait, let me see. I... Yeah. Go ahead, um, reverse engineer this joke. There. Bomb. Now they're all acting like kooky. One's dental flossing. One is saying the word snow over and over again. Snow. 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 And we go, and you know it's wacky because wacky, wacky music. This kind of disturbs me, Carl, that these people lose their agency, that they're kidnapped against their will and, and okay. experimented and kept alive. Yeah, like but for some reason. sex. No. So why do you, it? I don't get you're it. You're going to see your bare ass if this was a better copy. <laughs> the thing is, a gross person like that, you don't want to see their bare ass. Here we go. Snow. Snow. What snow. should we snow? Snow what? Snow. What, sh yes. what should we snow? Snow where? Snow what? I get snow who? Just finish the joke already. Knock, knock. Who's there? Snow. Snow who? No. Snow who? No. Snow who? I know all these people got lobotomized. Uh-huh. The surgeon their, moved their eyes to the bottom. No? Okay. No. Okay, here's the Lance and his right. employee. Yeah, there's not that many women characters in this movie. They kind of. Re I'm watching um, Shazam too. And I gotta be very careful saying the word Shazam because I might turn into my alter ego. But right. or there's like three gods. Yeah, so three goddesses are fighting them, and it's this kind of like classic crone, old woman, sex pod, and teacher. And I feel like the three women in this movie, the waitress Loretta and Estrella. Are yeah. kind of like that variation of the three witches of Macbeth. Oh, I don't know. Okay. But then again, this is my fourth time seeing it. Okay, hey, look, I was waiting to blackmail I was you guys. It's just a small right blackmail. There. If you have a second right, time, you want to act I'll blackmail like you later. Wait, he, uh, the R word gets Mom, brought up a lot. He said a not woke word. He said an awful word. Well, you know, I spoke over it, but um, Howard has the best line in this movie. When they come in for groceries, he looks at Esperella and he goes, she's the most fuckable woman outside of a mag girly magazine. <laughs> Too bad she's a retard. That's what he says. I'm quoting oh. the movie. And Lance is like, how can you say it? That's not a woke word. <laughs> Someone will be really offended and it's not me, so I don't understand. Look, I think it. I think that that word is awful, and you shouldn't say it because it. You really shouldn't is. say it. But I know. But I'm just saying that. That we live in a universe. 
and the world went on <laughs> and way back in at time they were saying different things and we're smarter than that now but to like go back in time and go shame shame i'm offended you're, you're okay not, you're denying reality you didn't hit pause did you no and of course not i hit pause i wanted to hear your speech all right <laughs> how's the view for your soapbox you know <laughs> these characters are reprehensible None, there's no good character in this. So, if one of them says the R word in this movie, it's wow. in character, you know. I mean, they're lobotomizing uh truckers, that's pretty shitty, too. Yeah, so it's just the nature of them, I, I think. And I think that I watched the most recent film of this director, Charles Band, and his humor yeah. was like, There's a Karen, she's like, Let me talk to the manager, but it's never really, <laughs> I am the manager, oh. let me talk to the owner. I am the owner. Okay. So now they've so, got here Lance. he is. Look, look, there oh! he is. Oh you gotta do that family? reaction. What the is that the it's head mandatory. Of the that is literally he even says the title right now. You could say I'm almost head of the family rated R. Let's hear him. Uh, so yeah, he's Myron. And he with his big brain, he controls his siblings. One is a muscle man known for his muscles. One has big eyes and super cool ears and can see and hear. The other one can fuck at my will. Basically, he'll say her skill is. And uh, that's the, no. the the porn talent uh, mm -hmm. in, in the movie. Uh, Alexandria Quinn, uh, Diane Colasso, who was entered the uh, adult industry when she was 17 and she told everyone she was 18. Okay. And when they found out she had to retire and then she joined up again. Okay, so right, here we go. Otis is stronger than Let's anybody. Wheeler can Oh, give me a second. I got to click two buttons. I don't want to hit Where? the wrong button. Is it I need to tell you about her special powers. I don't need to she fucked me. Well, yeah, so you're the smart one. Yes, I should say so. I'm the brains of the family. Okay, let me you hear it. Think, you know, telepathically. I can't leave this chair, but I can see through Wheeler's eyes, enforce my will with Otis's hands, and, mm -hmm. uh, well, I need not tell you about my uses for Ernestina. Your fucking sister, dude. One brain. But he's having... Four bodies. They headed well, the family. Then, Marin, he's, I thought I guess he did. you're the one I need to be talking to. He should be. By all means, talk. Now let's just oh, say maybe he's a conversation that somebody happened to see a strange old here. roadblock a couple of times. Right, you can ago, mute it. And this fella, he happened well, to hang see on, this... uh, Otis here dragging some poor fella out of his pickup. This is such a good movie. Like, Lance is so good in this. He looks at the situation, he sees this monster, and he's like, you know what? My, I'm going to blackmail you, right? He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. It's really kind of smart. Like, he, he, they're both like monster versus, you know, Shyster, it's fun. Yeah. Shyster. Shyster. I could say that word. Now, uh, one <laughs> of the things that Charles Mann mentioned, like he, he mentions this movie up front, and it's a fan favorite. It's one of his favorite films. Adam really likes it too. But he was saying that he used forced perspective to pull off this whole bullshit with Myron the Big Hat. So the, 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 they're looking at a... It's clo uh, he's closer, and yeah. we don't... 
so that the camera angles like those are puppet hands and that's an actual yeah. actor this guy's only been in four movies but that actor is set so up his, normally with right, the puppet so hands next to him. is going into uh his, his face goes like into lance is not hand. looking at lance is looking down at a certain direction right now when he's talking mm -hmm. so it does feel like it's real and we'll get to a scene where Lance, Loretta, and Myron are all in the same, they're all positioned, their heads are all positioned the same way. They figured out a way to do it. I'll show it to okay. you in a bit. So he's just basically saying, I wrote all this information down and I gave it to a, in a letter and I gave the letter to a random lawyer and <laughs> I told him if I don't call you, he calls me and if he, you know, if I don't call him to go to the police. And, you know, I get a call and I, I give him a code and he knows it's me. So he's basically uh, blackmailing yeah. Myron. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, usually like in trauma, there's like some sick shit and people, you know, heads are being busted. Intellect. Yeah, this one's got a story. Yeah. Force perspective. So he's closer to the camera. But they did it with shadows. So yeah. It feels like he's right next to him. There's a lot of puppetry in this movie. Basically, he ran a studio. He During the 80s, he had something called Empire or, uh, a Video. And he did Ghoulies. That was him. He didn't direct, direct it, but he produced Ghoulies. Ghoulies 2 was an outdoor carnival shot in a, a giant soundstage in Italy okay. that he, uh, he owned at the time. And then I guess he did, was responsible. He did Troll. He produced Troll. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We saw Ghoulies 3. He didn't have anything right. to Goes do with Right, goes to college. I, I'm sure it's a full moon. I'm sure it's an embassy. Uh, it's an embassy empire picture. Meta, he did. He owned a video store, in, one of the first video stores in Beverly Hills. Uh -huh. And he, he gave this great story about this rich woman from Beverly Hills came in and had the cassette and says it doesn't work. I put it on top of the TV set and it doesn't play and the movie doesn't play. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Is, do you have a VCR? She goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> but uh, you could really think you place it. <clears throat> There's no mechanism. Yeah, she thought like it would like seep through the TV and play the movie. Yes. Okay. And he said, he, he said, oh, like intent, like rabbit ears. Yeah. Maybe she yeah. was thinking. Okay. It would touch the TV. Like back then, you had those like cabinets, you know. Okay, okay. No, but I, I could see it if it was like, well, the regular TV gets it from the air, so you place it on top, and it should go in. Like a TV antenna, I think one that you don't need to connect to. Okay. Yeah. This is a long scene. This extortion is uh, brains going for it. Brains will agree on it. Yes, he talks like you know. Profondo. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one I thing I should mention is RW, whatever. I actually didn't write his name down, but looks like we have a deal. We have a deal. All right. So the deal is you get rid of this Howard Oates and I won't, won't go to tell. the cops. All right. Guess what they're doing right now? Having sex. And they're talking. Carl, can you even talk during sex? Well, meditate. So they <laughs> do wife... like dirty. I'm oh, sorry, Carl. I'm sorry. Well, it, it's routine. So finish your thought, and then I'll do my routine. Please, I want to hear you. Yeah, man. 
Look at that. They're talking during doggy style. Yeah. It's like so farciful. It's like Grand Grial, like this, you know, it's Grand Grial. He's gonna be dead. He's gonna be dead. Deader than dead. Deader than a dog dead in a garbage dump. You're not coming back from that. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm still stiff. I can't even talk in a sauna. You're in a steam room and someone starts a conversation. <laughs> I can't. My wife talks in bed, which you might think is pretty sexy, but it's the thing she says, like, uh, 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 did you add Keith to the car insurance? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, my wife says the same thing. Oh, no, she says, uh, God damn it, have you been eating crackers in, your, in the bed again? <laughs> I'm all itchy. I'm all itchy. There's ants. All right, so she doesn't talk at all, right? She's just hanging out on the side of the road waiting for little Abner or what have you. Howard yeah. sees her, and, like, he's drawn. She has this yeah, ability. Yeah, she's sex pie. Yeah. Sparella? And then, oh, Forget it. The thing is, is, like, bait and switch. She baits you, allures you. And then Otis uh, switches Switch. and punches you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kiss oh, again. Mm. Oh, oh, right. Oh, mm. The biker has been killed. I have, but you, I have, you know, you owe me a favor. Force perspective. So he's close and she's standing back further. Yeah. And then I think there's I can some see scenes it now where that they might... I know to look for it. It's well done. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, he's a practical effects guy. He's been making, like, he's, his first couple movies in the 70s were, like, car chases. There's a movie called Crash, which is one of his first films. And you can see the wires on the trucks as they go, the vans as they go off the road, and you can see the wires snap uh -huh. off. Like, it just so happened, you know, but it was all practical. It, just, it was still in the shot, or at least the, the version I saw. Yeah. Now, is Crash the famous Crash? No, this one. is from 1978. Thank you. And it has oh, an exclamation okay. point at the end. Crash! Oh. Oh, have you ever seen that 1978 movie? Crash! Sorry, it's the exclamation point. <laughs> his film, he I has this motif. I think like horror directors and directors have like a motif. You know what I mean? And they follow it over and over again. And yeah. like, so his are like demonic things. Well, I mean, like, you know, you could look at a David Lynch movie, and over the years, you see the same themes pop up. You see doppelganger, evil doppelgangers in Jordan mm -hmm. Peele movies. There's, right. there's certain horror themes that I see. And then for Charles Band, he really is into, like, demonic possession. You know, maybe the puppet starts coming to life, or maybe an amulet causes you to crash into people in 1978. There's a whole, like, real cool, like, evil weirdness. It's kind of cool. I don't know. This one, not so much. This is like a standalone, practically. Really? Oh, and it's yeah. one of his favorites. Right. Okay. Oh, it's he goes, yeah, oh, here we go. Hang on. Uh, uh, content warning. They go, listen, you can't be hanging out here with your husband dead. And she's like, why not? He goes, okay, take off your panties, <laughs> which he does. <laughs> oh, it's dinner time for the potato. Yep. This is like you fish burgers. It. Your this eyes are on the bottom. Oh, because they're lobotomized? Eyes. Uh, lobo. Maybe that's the way I go about it. Her eyes were on one the two. bottom because she was lobotomized. Two potato? One. Ooh! Throw potato at wall! Where's dental floss guy? <laughs> Her eyes were two. on the bottom. 
Carl, that's a terrible joke. Because I don't get it. Where's the was... eyes come from? Low bottomized. Low low. Bot? You say lobotomized. Lobotomized. Oh, you have lobotomized. You can't say a lobotomy. You got to say lobotomized. Lobotomy. Lobotomized. Forced perspective. I love it. Yeah. It's oh, it gets even crazy. All right. Everything's taken care of. We killed your. We killed your biker. Oh, yeah. that's just great. You know what? I'll be coming back more and more. This is what he tells his girlfriend too. Uh, so you just got to give me more money. So he's oh, he's pulling yeah. the lammy jammy on on Byron. Wait, wait. So he's being a dick because he yeah. made an agreement. I won't tell if you. So he did it, and now he's saying, "Ah, uh, thanks, but there's more." This is ongoing, and he even tells he even tells Loretta like, "We're gonna make money. We're gonna milk the fuck out of these guys." <laughs> the reason why Myron has been killing, uh, lobotomizing them, and the right. scientific experiment—he's trying. If they humans only use half a mind, maybe they could use my mind. I just need the perfect body to put my mind in. Okay, okay. That's why they're now. Oh, and he also says in the first act, and for entertainment, which will come back in the third act. What for entertainment and what? He'll go, I I have my subjects for oh, and for entertainment? Okay. Entertainment. So what does that mean? Sex. How do they entertain, Carl? <laughs> Is it sex? You think there'll be a sex orgy in this movie? No. Uh I don't know. I'm uh, that that's what I would do. <laughs> well, this movie has a lot of sex in it. They talk during their sex and like she's always taking her clothes off. It's great. Yeah, my wife talks in bed, which she might think is pretty sexy, but it's a thing she said, like, could you bring up the folding chairs from the basement? <laughs> oh, my my wife does it. she chants in bed. She's like, Protect me. <laughs> oh, Revo, Weebo. What's I need a what's a good like a uh, Harry Potter spell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, spell anomious. Spell anomious. My wife doesn't. Does my wife talk dirty best? No, she 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 chants. Yeah, she talks dirty. She says, "Protect me." Oh, you mean like Latin, like um. Yeah, Latin. <laughs> Protectio Domine. Protect me, <laughs> Okay, so he's on top of the world, and brains is like, "Fuck that asshole, man! We got to do desperate measures." Okay, so he's going to use his eyes and his ears and his brute and his sensuality to find out who the lawyer is and to get that fucking copy of the letter and wipe their ass with it. Okay, now, he sees through the one guy's eyes and... Hears through I, her, his ears, too. Okay, but, but the, the sex part, he goes, you know what I use her for. So that means he's having the female experience of sex every time. Right, through his sister. Yeah. So ethically through his sister. Yeah. So like he's getting it like a girl. Right. Yeah. That's like like yeah. <laughs> well that's not the goal. Why don't you use Olaf or uh, Otis? Otis. I mean Well he waits like once they're what once you you'll see. You'll see her in action. Okay. Uh, trust me, you'll see her in action. Okay. Okay, now this is kind of awkward for waitress because he's like, 
my husband's gone. You know, I told the cops, like you told me. I mean, like I said, told the cops. <laughs> and then he's like, so that must be something going on. Maybe, you know, he was having an affair. And the witch is like, this is too much. I'm out. I can't be here. Quit. No, she walks out of the seat. She's, oh, okay, okay. Th these two are like, you know, it's the, the elephant in the room is the affair. Well, why there aren't there she goes. Bye. Out of here. Girlfriend now. Yeah. Waitress is out of here. Why aren't they date publicly dating now? Because the husband just the died. Husband and... disappeared. Yeah. It's a little suspicious. <laughs> it's what? Suspicious. <laughs> Sus. Oh, that's Yiddish, right? Suspicious. It's <laughs> sus. That's what the that's the twenty first century term. <laughs> God, I can't believe how dark this version is. I think that Meshuggana, like that word is crazy. It is crazy. Literally. Well, okay, Wheeler's at it. They're giving away, they're going to be banging away, talking, okay. and they're going to be listening. There's okay. Meyer listening. He's trying to find out who the lawyer is or whatever info they can get. Right. Careful with that clicker, boy. You don't want to pause. Well, last last week I forwarded to. Uh... Oh, oh yeah, that's I right. I edited that. Look, I'm trying. Oh, oh man, listen, how, yeah. do yourself a favor and watch Mike, this movie. Uh, no, Mike, let's uh, <laughs> talk in a minute. Let me. Use... Uh, you better get used to it, sweetie, because it's gonna be a lot more. Okay, mute his stupid ass. Can we block the top? Do you want me to do it so that we just hear her? Yes, please. Yeah, I could maybe block him from the screen. No! You know, one of the, one of the things in Charlie Band's book is that he she came from a subdivision. He likes uh -huh. horror movies. He's not really an action guy, and he keeps saying, "I'm not a softcore guy." But finance financially, they had a, a production house called Surrender Video. Surrender, surrender, and there were like softcore stuff. You know, things you would see in the hotel room. Or, you know, on the Playboy channel or whatever. You would, so couples can watch it. It's not too hardcore. Maybe, you know, you, you don't really want to watch hard. Look at this. He's being fed. She's spooning him food. So, surrender. They were knighted. They were officially made a sir. Surrender. That's right. Sir, render did. It was a big day for render when he was surrender. But did, so, explain, did he explain he wasn't English or or she did it anyway? Or they were Canadian. I think Canada has a series. <laughs> Jacqueline Loa was in, I think he mentioned, he said one actor from, from or actress from this, I think it's maybe the Blake, uh, Lucas. There was somebody from those softcore films that he really liked and put in this film. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I didn't, I listened to the audio book, so I don't have a physical copy. The audio book is read by the author, Charlie Band. Oh, and he has a real showmanship type of talk. It's really cool. Yeah, he was saying in the 2000s he went on a merch tour. It's like a road tour. Yeah. They were making movies like practically once a week, once a month. They had a deal with one of the major studios in the 90s to kind of release it. And uh, what happened was it's a really interesting story. I think it's Universal. It's either that or Paramount had this okay. deal with Full Moon to to make sure that they. They would they would screen their films in this lot first, and then they would help with the home video. And they did one movie went too far, and that kind of ended the deal. And the movie <laughs> is called Shrunken Heads. 
that's directed by Danny Elfman's brother, as he's known, Richard Elfman. And in the book, he said, like, I, I was hoping Danny Elfman would score it. Danny Elfman gave the theme song, and then Charlie Band's brother, Richard, did the rest. But Shrunken okay. Heads hit a nerve. It's about three kids who get killed by gangsters and are brought back with via voodoo as shrunken heads. Okay. And the shrunken it, heads of the kids fight back. This is like a Kilgore Trout book. Yeah. And, but it, they said that it soured because it was kids who were killed. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. And that made it really awkward. That movie listen, and this Mike, movie. You've done yeah. the perfect research, right? We have this film in front of us, and you went far afield gathered this information i think that's an, i'm i want to recommend shrunken heads i was about to continue we carl. okay carl carl yeah. please there is a point to this Tubi tv has a full moon uh features oh. channel where you can find this film uncut and and you better lighting have the channel no you don't you just go oh. to Tubi tv if you have mm -hmm. Tubi tv on your streaming service yeah they will have like a uh i, I forget the the streaming term or like okay. a tab it'll say like channels within in there and they'll have full moon entertainment they'll have all the a good chunk of the uh okay. puppet master movies and they have like the most recent film of his uh which is evil bong 888 and infinite ah. high that's mm -hmm. on there it's 56 minutes and uh this movie is on there and then shrunken heads is also on there it's not on oh, youtube yeah. carl it would have been next week's movie yeah, that that, I've been watching it. It's it's hard to watch. Oh no! Look at look at Otis. Okay, there's the lawyer. There's the lawyer. Give me copy. Oh, I'm sorry. I did talk over. The, he Otis punched a woman. He punched the secretary in the face. Oh, we missed it. We missed it. Here's the letter. That's it. I swear, only copy. Don't break my fingers. Don't break. You, that's it. You don't have to break my fingers. Don't break. All right, so there. Did he break he said, it? Oh, yeah. Just let me be. And Otis has a perfect idea. He's going to resolve this matter. Okay. He kills yeah. him. Yeah. And then he also killed her. He punched her to, uh, dead. Wow. So, all right. Oh, ooh, talk you know, I really regret we didn't do the sex scenes count. Yes. I have a little sex scenes here, and I, I have one mm, tip. I'm getting, I'm getting a bit frustrated. This is great. Well, Scarlett, I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> Not about that. I mean about doing it down here at the cream corn. What's the, what's the point of murdering your husband if you can't fucking a bed? You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> oh yeah. I... <laughs> you know she's right. I mean. He's a, I mean, that's a great line. He delivers it great. He's, he's perfect chemistry in this conversation. They're fucking the entire time. What was the name of the Bong movie? Evil. Oh, Evil Listen Bong? To, yeah, so there's eight of them, and I watched the eighth one. But the first one is like... Oh, that's perfect research for this film. I'm not ready yet. How come? Because I have a collection to go through. I didn't watch. I only watched the last one because it was his most recent film. It was fifty-five minutes of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically characters from his other movie. Tiger King shows up. Kendra and Barbie show up. Uh, evil, 
no, what's Ginger Dead Man shows up. There's like a, uh, yeah. I, you know, <clears throat> I'm not gonna check out the um, excuse me. I'm not gonna check out the Bong film because I'm cutting down on carbs. Wait, why would you cut down on carbs with Bong? Because it has a carb on. The... Oh. It... <laughs> Sorry, Carl, that was on me. That was on me. Of course there's a carb on there. You have so much marijuana street cred, too. Dude, I'm the OG. I I was drilling holes in carb in, in bongs back in the 70s. That was my job. And I'm making them out of soda can. Uh, soda I was pot. at uh, Inner Dimensions Head Shop right there mm -hmm. in Washington Plaza. Inner Dimensions, yeah. And I was covering the marijuana uh, leaves off uh, with the pipe with, with stickers so the cops wouldn't see them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I changed. The, I wrote "tobacco only" uh, <laughs> on the sign. I, I or alphabetized the High Times and the Fabulous Furry Freak Brother uh, magazines. What else? Did I, oh, the Grateful Dead Blacklight posters. I made sure mm -hmm. that they were accessible, and you could flip through the one you wanted to see. You got the Keep on Trucking guy. Keep on trucking. Stoned again. Uh, yeah, the stoned again, the eyes dripping. Robert Crumb, right? Robert Crumb. Yeah. Oh, why is he hitting her? Or oh. she hitting him? All right. All right. He proposed to her while we were uh, talking about Andrew Dimensions headshot from our hometown. And he doesn't have a ring. And he's like, I'll get a ring later. And she's like, that, that's why she hit him. Because you don't have a ring? Yeah. He's like, look, I'll, I'll, get, I'll figure it out. Okay, well, I guess they're done fucking. She's gonna bun it up. Look at this little outfit she has. It's it's not. It's like a one piece. It looks like she's wearing leather, uh, denim vest over a shirt. Yeah, but it's actually just one piece. A of One clothing. piece. So it's a yeah. dicky. He has a dicky. That's what the term is for. Well, yeah, it's like you have one of those sweaters with the fake shirt underneath. And yeah, that's a dicky. The dicky. Yeah. You drive me ape. You big gorilla. You like the dickies? You cheer me on. <laughs> you drive me um, ape, ape. That guy at yeah. Dino's Pizza one day learned that it was called a dicky. Because so we went in there to get a few slices, and he was on about it. You know, he's making so many jokes. He used to do that. You know, oh, you're wearing a dicky. Like, you know, that guy was one time he got, uh, my name's Marty, Marty Cone, right? He did <laughs> yeah. that the whole time they're having a pizza. He was a happy pizza guy. He was like, my, I, I like, my name is Amadi. I was just thinking, we, we visited there when I was in New Jersey. We went to Dino's, and you had a slice, and I was really full. And he said, take a bite. And I did, and it tasted so good. I, everything came back. Okay, all right, here we go. Sex Pot shows up, and she's actually talking. Whoa. And she that's goes, oops, Lance? I dropped my purse. She dropped is her purse. Okay, this is well. G, PG, PG-13. Is Lance uh, uh, cheating right now? Yeah, Lance has no conscience. This, look how he cheats. He kisses. Boom. So here's what I'm saying. The guy is experiencing oh, yeah. this like oh, that. He's giving yeah. a DJ to a guy right now. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's, he's oh, in flagrant right now. So he likes that? Oh. Yeah. Okay, here comes yeah. the bait, 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 bait. So it. That wasn't well done. This film's been would... well done, but that thing, did you notice? Yeah. Carl, I would have came so hard. <laughs> I don't know how I'd be more embarrassed. I don't know when I'd be more embarrassed that I'm having an affair with a woman I, who's having an affair with her husband or that I came when I got punched in the face <laughs> during sex.
look at my boob camera. Oh, right. Well, you got, we only have like a half hour left. We got to get a couple more shots. Pretty girl. Pretty girl. Do, 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 do. Oh, oh, this, like, okay, we are in the act three, Carl. Act three just goes crazy. Okay. Otis won't hurt. Otis will, will. do what Otis he will to hurt. do, or I'll cut that pea brain of yours okay, so right Otis, out of your well, skull. I'm trying to have some man sex now. No, not even. He's oh. telling Otis, kidnap pretty girl. And Otis is like, no, Otis oh. not hurting pretty girl. And then oh. Pat Byron says, Otis hurt pretty girl. I'll cut your little pea brain. Okay, here we go. Forced perspective. He wakes up shirtless upside down with all the blood rushing to his cock. He's looking at this. <laughs> look, look at this forced perspective. He's a perfect eye vision. Right. They're looking That's right so at well each other. Done. They must have had something off camera that he had to look straight at. Yeah. So it, it lines up. But here you got, you got total beefcake, right? I'm sure at 20 minutes after this, <laughs> he's going to get a hard on and you get to see it just the way blood works, right? If you're upside down. Mike, I think you like beefcake. I'm a big beef. Hey, I'm a big fan of Shutter. I watched a couple of those too for research. Mike, look at his. Did you see him with that? Look at his curve. That's perfect. Okay, here we go. So what they throw dude. her to the ground as she's looking directly into Myron's eyes. Yeah, well done. Now, one of the things Charles Band, Adam mentioned this, Adam Felber, was that he feels that, you know, People don't really remember the entire film, but they remember a scene. And this uh -huh. that scene is the reason why they like the movie. Because that's why they remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this there's always like one offer, scene. Really. So that scene is coming up and YouTube, uh, which is Full Moon's uh channel. Oh, everyone shares it. the same scene, it's coming. There's gonna be a scene that's like completely out of control. And okay. he talks about it in the movie. Uh, in the in his memoirs, excuse me, how they pulled off this stunt, but basically he's saying, "Oh, you know your lawyer friend, he's dead." Mm. Now he's going to tell Myron, "You know, that's why I also called another lawyer. <laughs> I have a second lawyer, and if he doesn't hear from me, then he'll definitely send the letter I gave to him." So he's going to be like, "Believable now." <clears throat> I think like. Lance is a pretty well-developed character that he was able to think this out. Okay. You know, that he, he figured I'll blackmail him, I'll put the letter in a safe, and then I'll put another letter in a, in a different safe. Okay. Here you go. Suppose it was another lawyer. And he got another letter. So he's telling him. Also, like, this, this setup that he's hanging out, it's custom-made, yeah. right? Like, they built it for this scene. Yeah. They didn't say, hey, you know, we'll just use this hang upside Look down. Look at his veins, Mike. I know, it's crazy. Yeah, right? Isn't Deep that shape. sexy to you? Look at it. It is his sexy. Veins popping out. What, a, what a man. How many pages of dialogue do you think he's spouting now while his veins are popping out? It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. You see this kind of like the with the closed captioning, like you see the movie and you read the book at the same time. Well, I, that's the best way to do like a bad movie night. When we did that in the dark room, there was credits, uh, there was subtitles on the screen. Smart. Yeah. Really good. And that way we we can hold a conversation. The audience can read the, you know. Yep. 
All right, so he's calling whatever. Just tell me who it is, or everyone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, glass and, and sex pot and big guy are gonna are they're under my control. Well, actually, Wheeler is like, can you keep it down a bit and lower the lights? Thanks. <laughs> Don't Where have to is yell. this Barella? Is she in the room? Maybe she's finishing herself off, Carl. It was pretty know, sudden. A bit of a zombie. I don't know that... She doesn't really have much personality in this movie. Again, the, the women characters are not that well-developed. just so happens in this film. But well enough. I mean, there's no... Already, Loretta's more... Yeah. I mean, She's great. She yeah. All right. So he... Uh, he... Same way. Well, I say to you, go fuck yourself, big brain. Please, please. Sweetheart, you know how I feel about you, but telling him ain't gonna get us out of this. Our only chance is if I keep my lip buttoned. But what about me? I'm working on that, honey. Okay. <laughs> I love you, honey. Here we go. Right? I love you too. Here we go. Look at him rolling his eyes. Truly touching. I can see, Mr. Bogan, that you clearly care about this woman. Yes, uh, here I mean, maybe not as much as Ernestina. <gasps> you cheated on me? She's like, wait a minute, don't you control Ernestina? Did you, you cheated yeah, but you on me? you don't control idea. Lance. Yeah, but Lance, right, but she now knows that Ernestina Look at his flat stomach, by... Mike. Mike, I, look I'm at his looking... ribs. You can see the ribs coming through. Right, and the veins in between the it's ribs. It's homoerotic. <laughs> One of the things he talks about in his book is that a production manager from Surrender Videos said, have you been watching these movies? And the guy says, no. He goes, they're really homoerotic. And it's basically yeah. shirtless guys in their uh, white underwear tied up being tortured by closed women. And he got into an argument with the guy, and the guy right. says, I'm making tidy whitey fridays And he's like, no. So they made an agreement that okay. uh, the guy, the director would pick the men in their movie, and Charles Band would pick the women. That okay. way, they would, so he would cast the women, and the director would cast the men, and that way their films are equally appealing. Okay, okay. Hey, whatever for date night, whatever, you, whatever you could do, you do. Mm -hmm. Hey, so you want to watch a sophomore movie for Yes. Go on. Yes. Oh, sure. And yeah, it's gonna. This takes a, again. Sorts of ideas. Well, I can tell just by looking at you that you're a take charge kind of guy. That you're a man that can get things done. Loretta, fool out of yourself. Just shut up. Why not? Again, I, I think she's one of the best things in this movie. But yeah, she's saying like, "Why aren't you great?" Maybe they should go in, Carl, for a little they kiss. Maybe oh, they should smooth with his big-ass tongue. Oh. Carl, they don't kiss. Oh. Don't kiss. oh you because thought this would be a gross movie. Before. And you would see, like, a giant puppet tongue covered in latex, controlled My by ring. several crew members. Mm-hmm. Going Byron. up through her mouth. They will not French kiss in this movie. Carl. Okay. All right. Wouldn't that be disgusting? Yes. <laughs> if, Look uh, at him. Oh. Look at him. Wait, what's what's up with the blur? 
they, this YouTube version is covering up her topless yep. body. But we saw lots of tits so far. We saw her. We saw if with a better version, full frontal. Okay. Well, I thought they were going to kiss Carl. Why is she taking her top off? Now, why is it over on that? Okay, they just made a mistake. They left. No, they just kept the blurry vision yeah. in the same frame. Japanese. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, some some porn is uh, digitized. Pixel, yeah. Pixelated. You can't see the throbbing veins. <laughs> All right. So, so this is taking a lot of convincing, a lot of talking here. I know it's like a chess oh, game. Oh no, Mike! Oh, okay, Carl. Listen, an audience, you may want to turn around for this one scene. Is I'm going to give it a heads up. This is the one scene everyone talks about. And it's all, there's the tongue being controlled by four crew members covered in latex. Going right to her mouth. No, no. it's not. Again, my point is 2BTV has this scene uncensored if you want to watch it. So he licked her nipple. That's right, her nipple, Carl. It's all on the screen. <laughs> Gross. His big old tongue that keeps going like that. But I mean, like, but to touch her tongue, that would have been more repulsive. Oh, it's I was all doing, slimy. I, I was doing the bait and switch on you, Carl. I was saying, Carl, wouldn't that be disgusting? You're like, yeah, thank God it's not going to happen. I'm like, psych, it's even worse than a kiss. <laughs> Well, good move, good move. You fooled me. Yeah. Woo! Called research. All right. Well, you know what? I can't kill you guys right now. I got myself. I went to second base, right, Carl? <laughs> Gross. Grand <laughs> Griol. They pulled it off. I'm just convinced by ongoing man. plans for world domination. Right for a little, for a little romance. But I don't think he falls for it. I forget. Like, yep, he doesn't. What Just the? I torture as planned. But first, Chi Chi. Now, um, Otis didn't want to do it. Will that play into? Will he resist further, or you want me to wait and see? He will resist further. We saw the conflict. Myron trying to control his brother. Yeah. He's no Esperella or Esper. <laughs> Esperella. Okay, so box. now we're still in this house, this three-story house, which, by the way, Myron's on the third floor. Okay. He's up He's up that staircase, and it happens to be a theater. And uh, I'll play this great joke coming up. And we're doing... This theater's been around... ...dramatic presentations here. Sometimes actors were brought in for private performances, as if for royalty. You might be interested to know that in 1859, John Wilkes Booth performed Hamlet on this very stage. Is that before or after he shot Lincoln? Before, before dummy. Before, you idiot. He was shot after. <laughs> right? Am I right? Yeah, what a dope. Duh. 19... First off, the giveaway is 18. Don't even get me started. Okay, so they have a theater all of a sudden in their giant three-story uh, house. And they're forcing him, like, talk about homoerotic. <laughs> Otis is holding down bare-chested Lance with his hands. But why? And... Must you watch. see that as homoerotic if you are. Oh, no. It's completely platonic. They might just be platonic. And behind uh, Otis is uh, Esperella. And she's okay. popping. 
She's wearing her outfit and she's popping out. So that's the scene. And we're going to watch a uh, play so will about. Food. Okay, what's the play? Go ahead. Oh, Joan of Arc, Carlton. I was going to say, take a guess. It's Joan of Arc. I used to love that sitcom. Joan of Arc. Oh, terrific. It's Joan of Arc. You remember the OMD song, Joan of Arc? <laughs> I don't know. You lived in a park. So they're going to. He has these lobotomized uh, patients. They also, for his entertainment, they're going to put on a play. Okay. And they're going to put on Joan of Arc. And you know who's going to play Joan of Arc? Probably a teenager, right? Because he was young. I'll give you a hint. How many women have you seen in this movie so far? Well, we saw. Is it the waitress? It's not the snow woman, it's not the zombies. The zombie snow I, woman, no. all she says is snow. See, right there, it says snow over and over. Oh, I, I, I snow that. You, yeah, well, you saw it at Snow Hotel, right? <laughs> it's the greatest snowman. You see, uh, you didn't snow and tell, but. All right, there's the, uh, I don't know if you know the story of Jonah Hark. It does not well, end well. Yeah, she's yeah. burnt at the stake in the. He's the original flaming. Martyr. Bomb. Oh, she's a martyr, all right. Two parts were marred there. Okay, uh, so so which it it can only be um uh Loretta. That's it's right. Gotta be Loretta, and she's gonna get burnt, burnt alive. And the, ah. he's forced to watch it. Completely not homoerotic. That big bulking man is holding him while he sits there. It's not because he's holding him down. Okay. But he doesn't escape because he's just... being controlled. They can't handcuff him? I guess they could handcuff him. Okay, so here comes the actors. And one thing I want you to take a look at. Look at what they're holding. They're holding their script. It's typed as a script, Carl. It's not like a play. It's like actual movie script. Oh, 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 okay. You know, the the formatting of it? Yes, right. It's centered. It's not the dots. And Here's a guy who cranks out movies, directs tons of movies. And he has a movie where they act and they have a movie script uh, as, as a screen. A screen now, play. I should say, these zombies that say potato right. are now... In the marketplace of... Huh? Interesting. Rose. Is his brain? Bring That's right. He's. They've been operated on it and they now act the play of Joan of Arc. And if they do wrong, they get zapped by the collar around their neck. Oh. Which would probably wipe me out first time I get my Adam's apple fried like that. Oh, I would be tired. I would, yeah. I would, the I would day have to we... wear a turtleneck the next day so it didn't look like a hickey. <laughs> ah! No! Hickey! Save the line. Line! Ow! Okay, I'm Joan of Arc. <laughs> Start from the beginning. Man and God, what speak you? Uh, what shall I speak? Royal robes of England, or an enemy of France? Speak simply, girl. Thou stand not before bad. Suddenly, we're we're watching a play. Okay. That's the third act. That's funny how it kind of 
comes to a grinding halt, but no, they're going to terrorize us because she's going to be burnt at the stake. Right. We know where the end of this play is. She's going to be burnt alive and he has to watch it. No, do they not know it? Lance knows it, right? Lance doesn't know it. Lance is not that clever. I mean, he he doesn't really know his. I could see people not knowing Joan of Arc, but it's the Bible. Is it It in the Bible? No, it's not literally. It's It's Bible adjacent. Right. It's it's uh, right. It's like Christianity and associated with Catholicism. I guess she was a big fan of Christianity, if I remember my Joan of Arc book. Do or die. Joan of Arc was do or die. I did a little bullhorn for some reason. All right. And they're doing a little stick. Like, she's fantastic because she's going to do full on stick and then she's going to be full frontal naked in the same scene. That's all your fault. So he's he's saying, I'm here for Charles Vi. And he's after it's like Charles the Seventh. It's V-I-I. Come on, let's listen. Don't worry. I'm sure she'll get into the spirit of it as the drama unfolds. Enough of thy blasphemies, daughter of Satan. Desire the word of the rightful king. I order thee bound to the post. We won't oh, hear her again. Can. He's gonna go. Oh, here we go. Okay, I just wanted to hear her say her line. Oh yeah, well we heard a little bit earlier. She, you know, but the mm-hmm. the Charles Vi is a good one. I I played that. Okay, so she does this really comedy gold, and then result they're gonna rip her top off, rip her oh, off, or okay. no. but she's tied no, up. But- you know I'm all for boobs, but that seems unnecessary now that they put us in this play, right? Right. They shouldn't. Well, you know, if you read the playbill, they did say nudity. <laughs> yep. I like it. Uh, boom. It's like you do five minutes set and you kill, and then you have to take your clothes off. <laughs> I bombed at the end. Yeah. Oh, wait. She's saying her lines again. Okay. Country made, simple country made. All is God's, and his angels will welcome me to paradise. Knows the secrets of my heart as no man. Hold it steady! Ever <laughs> shall. Though flame shall consume me, my face shall not fail. It's great stick. Flame shall consume me. Flame can consume me. Shit, Mr. Bogan, uh, as you can see, we are wrapped. All right. The, the great double take. And the flame will what flame will what? Wait a minute. Did he say Honey? Did you read that right? You can burn your house down. Oh turn in my residence. Oh, you know. <laughs> Thank you for the concern. Yeah, they're gonna burn the house down. Actually they would, wouldn't they? Yeah. And they're gonna burn her first. They oh like God. their toasted oats. Toasted now, oats. Why isn't Lance freaking out to try to escape? Because he's enjoying Otis's massage, his grip. <laughs> oh my he's God. also he just he he you know he had an affair on her, so he's a little embarrassed. He's she's saying, "Don't burn me yet. I, I can read more." <laughs> You're out of lines. All right, here we go. Now 
in the, that video I watched with the uh, evil bong, some guy burns his hand on the on a oven on a stovetop, and they wow. use CGI. And oh. for fire, they had like fake CGI fire. This is going to be practical effects. Yes, of course. Like, obviously, they didn't burn the place down. There's not going to be a fire. People are not going to be like, I can't talk in this room. There's a fire in the room. They're going to be like, there's a fire in the room. I'm going to continue talking. But oh my god, they're really going to do it. Right under her little feet, huh? I'm picking. Uh, there's the fire in the room. How do they do it? A fake. Well, how do they do it? Okay, here comes Otis. Closer. Okay, you were saying that Otis has a change of heart. Otis. Not hurt. He's using his mind as heebie jeebie. Otis, not hurt. Okay, and then once once now, the handcuffs, aka Otis, gets off of uh, the Wheeler steps Lance. in. Yeah, but it's too late. He's going to knock Wheeler off. Oh, no. Off he goes. How Myron's going to get down the staircase? I don't know. They pretty but girl. He, does? he okay. gets to the tip of it. He doesn't really uh, okay. descends on his own. Yeah, Wheeler's on. Wheeler, Wheeler, man. Oh! Ah! I'm yelling in your ear, Wheeler. Ah! <laughs> oh, you yelling in my ears like six times worse. You, she's totally butt naked, right? Okay, now they're walking through the zombies, and who do they bump into? Loretta. Howard. What's going on here? It's the trucker. He's missing an eyeball. He's a lot What's mellower. Here. They, they didn't kill him. They lobotomized him. His eyes are on the bottom? One eye. He, he is missing an eye, as it were. Missing an eye. I see. Yes. We all see. Otis. Okay, so. Uh, blows up. Man. Uh, Otis hits the self-destruct button, which causes fire. I'm, I'm not making There really is a self-destruct button of there's something house? that causes a fire like and so he's burning the house down yeah because what if the cops came and the they're going to discover like your underground movie, prison um conspiracy theory oh it's been a while since i've seen that well he has an apartment and and like government agents comes and he presses a button and basically it burns everything all his notes all yeah. of mel gibson's precious conspiracy theories are burnt up before here we go <laughs> Oh, is that brains? Yeah. Myron? Yes. Oh. Uh, shirtless guy throwing down the stairs. Shirtless. <laughs> shirtless Dave. Oh, my big head hurts. Now, we still have a couple of bad guys and bad ladies. Okay. Like Snow? Or Snow won't no, come back? No, Snow is done. Snow wasn't able to do her part. The heck's going on around here? Yeah, tell me Beats out. the royal shit out of me, Howard. I gotta go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See you around. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of Lance I like. Uh oh. Is yeah. she under brain control or not anymore? She, her pheromones are going right up his nostrils. Wait, no. But... Now's not the time to think about sex. It's a burning house. It's time to leave. No, there's he's a... calling her. He's not even thinking there's a... Uh, uh... Oh, there he is! 
Is that weird? This guy's name Wheeler. Wheeler. Did he stab guy. him for real? Yeah. But don't worry, Wheeler does survive it. Does survive and comes back again. I wasn't worried about Wheeler. No, don't worry about Wheeler. He's okay. <laughs> Carl, that's not the last time we'll see I Wheeler. I wasn't worried okay? about glasses. Poor eyes. Now she she bait and switched and then ran up to the mezzanine to the cradle of her brother's head. Okay, but and is she under his control? No, it's done. Oh, it's okay. just it's sibling awful. love. Meanwhile, Otis is regained. Look at this special effect fire. This is pre CGI fake fire. Yeah. House bur Big. burning down house. Yeah, it was just a. We don't let motherfucker burn. Burn mother. Burn, burn down mother. house. Burning down the house. I was doing. I was trying to do talking heads, but I only know the, the chorus. It was just a blah blah blah. It was just okay. Now this movie takes a detour right now. Okay. The house is over. Uh, Lance yeah, has been stabbed yeah, dead. You Tarzan, me Jane. I'm sure we'd just make a swell couple. Otis, you pretty girl couple, and she's like, wait a minute, ka-cha-ching. You own. If all your other family is dead, that means you are the the state owner, <laughs> the sole heir. Yeah, and you, your, you and your wife would be the benefitors of of this set of benefactors. Benefactor, Ben Afflictors. The Ben Afflictors of it. Benefactor. We we should get married. But Carl, we just watched ninety. You know, we watched nearly an hour and a half of movie. Okay. And now the movie is saying, let's get married. So Loretta is. Whoop, now they're Did getting that's married. That's our ending? Yes. Husky. Oats. Take this man to. Uh... So they, <laughs> I, it also looks like the middle of the night, too. Like they just, they woke him up or something. Yeah. Otis. Thank you. <laughs> Take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife. This is the ending, Carl. Otis, say I do. Uh, I... Ooh. <laughs> this guy was a wrestler, and he also directed a Chupacabra <laughs> documentary. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know the Chupacabra? Uh, no, oh, I guess know? that's Cobra Kai. You think no. you bring Cobra Kai back to the valley? No, I don't know anything about that. It's a, it's a monster from Mexico. Oh. That's right. It's going to be you and me together. I'm going to take Carl, we have to end this sketch. How are we going to end this skit? <laughs> I need a tag. I got to end this joke. That's right. Well, you see, it all worked out in the end. Don't you just love a happy ending? Maybe we can end with a ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> Otis laughed now too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. What an ending. What if we just put the credits on right now? That would be horrifying, right? All right, Carl, what'd you think of this movie? I liked it. What'd you like I about it? I don't know, Mike. 
I don't know. I enjoyed watching it. I, yeah. I, I like this film. Now, I think it's really weird that tacked on ending. It's like when you write a sketch and you're killing it and you have no way to end it. And you're just well, like, what happened to Brains? I mean, he was laying on the. Brains, brains they're all dead, man. The man. house burned down. So the, the fate is Brains dies on the staircase, dies with his sister holding him in his right. head. And Wheeler has been killed by Lance, and Lance right. has been killed by Wheeler. Oh, yeah. And Lance all the zombies are. Yeah, he checked out. She was just left with Otis. And then she said, you know, because they're all just a bunch of weasels. It is a good ending, but it's weird. Right. It's interesting. No, it's, it's a terrible ending. It's like. Well, was, okay. So I didn't watch it with sound. What in the beginning, was she always the man, manipulator? No. So it starts okay. off with her. She's like, just has an abusive boyfriend. It's calling her fat and like telling her to hurry up, taking a leak. And, but she's having an affair. So she's having an affair with this other guy. Okay. And then, Weird the, the, then her boyfriend is blackmailing the other guy as a, for a different reason. So yeah. she was kind of mixed up in stuff anyway. Like she was in a bad relationship. She was also having an affair and then given the op then planned to kill her boyfriend. <laughs> right. He only likes someone in a Harley. That's what he says. Titles <laughs> from title house. Good to know. All right, well, I love this movie. I thought it was just like uh, the effects were good. That one scene that got blurred is a little gross, but, you know, it was in there. But it was cool. I don't know. I dig it. Oh, hands up, uh, Charlie the Cappuccino guy, Jacob, for everything. Did good. Thanks for getting the Cappuccino guy. Um, I think there's a little bit more. It's shot in Southern California. Um, he he had Dino Delarius, I can't pronounce the guy's name, but he bought his studio in in uh, Italy, this giant soundstage, and he had that okay. for a while. Okay. And then he, he had he, he had a lot of properties in Los Angeles, and he would use use it as well. But this movie was just shot, you know, in Southern California. And, and didn't they have craft services? Why would you have a person go out for coffee? Was it a coffee guy? I think like a PA, you know, you get coffee. Oh, you're right. They should have a table with the coffee. Right. Uh, yeah, and bagels. I should have, I should have asked Felber that. Yeah. I forgot to ask him that. Continental. All right. So, see, City of Monrovia. Yeah. You know, he had tons of movies. And this one, and I went to their official channel. I figured they offered it on YouTube. Let's do it. And I looked at it, and a lot of the films were known genre pictures, but not directed by Charles Mann. And this one... uh had like really good user reviews and just kind of clicked and i like i tell adam in the beginning i read before i watched any of charles band's movies i read a book about his movies so mm -hmm. uh if i ooh, get to Let's watch stop sharing no i want to hear this oh there we go oh, damn auto play who asked you Fuck you auto and it was play. a stream yard ad by the way Guess why? Oh, sure. Because Guess why? I was, I was all about Steam Yard, and then the computer read my thoughts. Yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, yeah, he had a uh, he had a lot of saying. Read Adam Felber's, uh, read Charles yeah. Mann's uh, memoir, uh, Coran with with Adam Felber. It's a great book. You can listen to the audio. I got it from uh, Hoopla Digital. Free service if you have a library card. 
you can listen to the audio book, read the book, the ebook. Uh, check it out with your library card. Uh, well, that's been the show, Carl. I hope you enjoyed the movie. What a pleasure! Wow, I didn't realize all the work you do. This yeah. was your just opened my eyes. Yeah, I, I am nice so break. excited. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but did you realize I was like a big head? Uh, so yeah. we have a movie set up for next week. We're going to keep it a surprise. We would love for you to listen Donate. to us on MutinyRadio.fm. Donate. Donate. Our YouTube channel. Okay, well, let's start from the beginning. Listen We're on to Muni us Radio. on Mutiny Radio. Go to MutinyRadio.fm, hit the donate button, go to Venmo at Muni Radio. throw a couple bucks, show your love. Go to podcast, type in L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. By this point, you should probably have at the end of a two-hour show. But tell your friends and uh, check out the, the YouTube channel or vice versa. Maybe that. Maybe you're watching the YouTube. Check out the podcast or listen to Muni Radio. A lot of great shows, a lot of live And content. don't forget our uh, non-existent uh, Patreon page. Yes, you don't. You don't have to subscribe to, to Patreon for us. We don't have one. Don't don't do it. And there and was you the, can ignore us on Discord. Muni Radio Comedy Festival. It was in June. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So. I wasn't there, but I, I didn't sign up this year. Uh, but anyway, we, we, but check out, go to MediaRadio.fm and check out all the archive of, of their week-long comedy shows. Uh, anyway, that's been our time. I hope you had a great time, and we'll be back next week. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, audience. friend i wrote this song uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose and i love to paint outdoors listen you should follow me on twitter it's jokes to carl the french duh not the oh, oh, duh. let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with more Yeah, no, this is good. It's a really, and I have the CC is fantastic. You could totally read the movie. Oh, that's not who you want to also have watching in carbon copy on the email. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's watch a full length. song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a
distinguished guests, welcome to LWAFLMOYT. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi. Welcome, stinky guests. Welcome, 2022. I almost I was singing the theme song. Did you hear that? The no. name of the title. I said, "Let's watch a." Let's watch a full-length oh. movie oh, yeah. from your catchy theme song. My we are. Oh, please say my name. No problem. Uh, we are on Mutiny Radio right now, as we are every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mutiny Radio, it's an internet radio. Uh, there was pirates, and there was a mutiny, and then it's internet radio. So go to mutinyradio.fm, and you'll find us. We'll find many other shows. You can live stream what's broadcasting, and there's a donation button. You could go to pa Patreon. Or we like to go to Venmo and donate money at Mutiny Radio. They're the reason why we're here every week. If you want to listen to us as a podcast, well, that acronym up front is what you search for, LWF. Oh, Carl, do it for me. <laughs> L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. I like that theme song. Too. Oh, my favorite was the original, too. Let's watch. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, uh, you can go to my newly revived uh, LuggageTuesdays.com website, and if you scroll down six sites, you'll see uh, six uh, posts. You'll see all of uh, Carl's songs on SoundCloud. Uh, oh, which, yeah, actually, I'm, uh, if you go to SoundCloud at Spiegelmania, I have all of Carl's songs. Is that great, Carl? You did the hard work, and I just posted them on SoundCloud. <laughs> my name on them. It says Carl on it. I said Carl. People be like, "Oh, right, Carl." Oh, the from New Jersey, right? Right. Yeah. Well, we are. Uh, so that's. I would also recommend going to our YouTube channel at L W A F L M O Y T. Super it. strong. So, as you could tell from the acronym and the title of our catchy sing-songish uh, podcast title, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube in its entirety in real time with you as you watch it and listen to our podcast. Carl, what's the movie we're watching this week? This week we will watch Wild in the Streets, 1968. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Wild in the Streets, 1968. The channel we like is weird, okay? It's but it's, <laughs> Carl it's Anselmo Oimira. Anselmo oh. Oimira. So if you find a channel that looks resembles that, you're at the right place. Well, we want you to go ahead and do it. You'll find it the moment you type in Wild in the Streets, 1968. And once you find it with uh, uh, that channel, which I don't have in front of me, uh, go ahead and click the link, hit pause. And Selma Oimira. Move the uh, timer bar to the left and just hit wait for our countdown. Now, <laughs> it's a lot of work, right? But we're going to give you some time because our Celebrity Comedian Countdown is coming right up with a great comedian that Carl knows from the great state, the Garden <laughs> State. Yes, New Jersey. Uh, Chris Cuomo's own. Will you please? No, not Chris Cuomo, the other guy. Remember when we saw the other guy when he he, he uh, said he was not going to run for president? And we're like, yeah. now he's going to say Trump's an ass. He's like, I'm I'm behind Trump. And we're like, what? <laughs> we're at diner. All right, well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, here is Carl with our Comedian Celebrity Countdown to get us ready for the movie and meet a comic from New Jersey. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Chris 
Monty. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much. What a, thank you. Everybody sit down. I thank you for standing ovation. Now, we first met at Scotty's Pub in Comedy Cove, and we're going back a ways. You were just there uh, in December. I love that little club, and I think you do, too. I do actually know. I actually know Gene and L'Oreal, the uh, the owners of the restaurant and club. I know them for many years before the Comedy Cove existed. I met them uh, down in Wildwood, New Jersey, uh -huh. uh, probably 20 years ago. They used to come down on a vacation, and for some reason, they always came down the week I was working this little club called the Casbah Comedy Club down in Wildwood. Uh -huh. And every year they'd stop and have a drink after the show with me and say they they love seeing me, and then. A couple years later, um, Gene reached out to me and said, hey, we're opening a, a comedy club at, at the restaurant, and we'd love to have you. And I think I was one of the first uh, comedians that he had hired when he when he just started that club. Absolutely. Who knew he'd become a booker? You didn't know who you were drinking with at the time. You had no idea. You know, one night it could be a booker. One night it could be, you know, your next wife. You never know. <laughs> That's right. Now, we both love that club, and we are working on a pilot together called Life's Laugh Lessons about a comedy class. And we did a lot of shooting there at Scotty's. And I think it's because it really feels like a comedy club. Your picture's on the wall there. Yes, that's, well, that only lowers the property value. But <laughs> um, yes, um, we, we it does feel like a club. It, it yeah. absolutely feels like a club. Um, and we did do a lot of shooting and, and hopefully, uh, Within the next uh, few months, that project is going to be launched off the ground, and, and we'll be talking about that on your show and, and, and other places, many other places, because uh, I think it's going to be a great project. Yeah, me too. And it's all about getting on TV, which you are no stranger to. You've been all over TV. Uh, let's see. Vinyl. Vinyl was on HBO, and I think that was a pretty big deal. Uh, tell me about that. Scorsese's involved. Jagger's involved. Like yeah, Martin Scorsese, uh, Mick Jagger produced it. The show, show is about the rock and roll industry um, on the record company side of the rock and roll industry. Mm -hmm. uh, it took place in 1973, which was where the show took place. Um, Bobby Cannavale was the star. Ray Romano was on the show. Yeah. Um, there was there was so many stars. It, if you if you just Google it, you know, vinyl. Uh, it lasted one season, unfortunately, and um, which has been the <laughs> the crutch of my career in acting. It's like everything I get on has been canceled, oh, <laughs> like great. right after I get on it. Um, but <laughs> I it was think the a, perfect it, guy to do a pilot with, right? Yeah. Well, hopefully this will be our this will be the charm. This will yeah. be the charm. Life's last lessons, right? Right. Um, but yeah, so it was it was fantastic working in that environment with uh, with I know I never got to meet Scorsese or Mick Jagger. They weren't oh. on on location when we were shooting, um, but the show was shot in in Brooklyn, New York, and um, it was just a great experience. I I got to meet and work with uh, Ray Romano, and and uh, he's a, I was I'm always been a big fan of him, and yeah. uh, one of the nicest guys in the business. Uh, Bobby Cannavale, professional, great. Uh, it was a great experience, and I wish—I only wish it, it, it would have lasted into uh, into more seasons. Yeah, you were also on Kevin Can Wait, and uh, you, you bumped into a bunch of people out. You got to be good friends with a bunch of people out there too, right? Yeah, well, I'm friends with Kevin. What happened was they roasted a comedian, a famous comedian on Long Island. I'm from New York, so there's a famous comedian on Long Island named Richie Minavini. Richie yeah. is like the godfather of. Long Island comedy. He was like he the is. first guy to open multiple comedy clubs 
as a comedian and be very friendly to other comedians. He fanned the flames on the career of Ray Romano, Kevin James, a guy named Rock Rubin, uh, who became the head writer for all of those shows. Mm -hmm. uh, through Richie, I met Kevin James. Uh -huh. And the first thing I did with Kevin James was uh, Mall Cop 2. He asked me to be in Mall Cop 2. Um, oh, I was yes, in that film. that's right. Yeah, I was in that film in 2014. And then a few years later, um, he he was doing that show on CBS, uh, Kevin Can Wait, and he had called me. The best part about working with Kevin is I don't have to audition. He calls me when the part's right. Hey, do you want to do this? Are you available? Yes, I'll do it. And you know where everything else you got to go through auditions and aggravation and but uh but I kevin's very good to um to me and to a lot of comedians now you've got uh comedy specials out there too and right now streaming on amazon prime is uh, a comedy special called what's the worst that could happen uh it's very funny but i've made sure to watch it all the way to the end let all the credits roll or you miss out right yeah, with Amazon, you got to get it played fully through to get the full six cents. <laughs> that is crazy. It's, yeah, Boy, I know. So I always tell people, just put it on loop when you go to work and let it play all day. Um, <laughs> but actually, to be honest with you, I've I've surprisingly done really well with like, like if you're getting like if you're getting six to ten cents for the for the fifty two minutes. Mm -hmm. And you get a check for like twenty two bucks. That means a lot of people had to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, um, it it doesn't add up, but it has to add up for it to yeah. add up. So I hear I'm not in it. I'm in it. I'm not. In, I mean, that's special. I'm not in it for the residuals, for the money. I'm in it for the exposure and for the following. And yeah. you know what? It's been. It was released in. I, I believe we released that in 2018. Okay. 2018 or 2019, but I think it was 2018. So that one was released in 2018, and since then, it's actually built a following and, and done well. But as a comedian, and you know this, you do stand up. You you move on from from where you were. So like I, that was a different guy back then. So as much a as I want people routine. to watch that, I want them to watch new stuff because I've evolved in my life and I bring my new life into my act every time. Yes. So let's do that. Let's fast forward to today. The most current burning thing is you certainly you right now have a comedy special on that new app called Drybar. Drybar Comedy. Um, what is the name? What's the name of your dry bar comedy special? So the name of my special is Just Be Happy, okay. and uh, it's on Drybar. You go to drybarcomedy.com. Drybar is an app. Like I said, you can download it to your phone. You can download it to your device, whatever your device is. Um, and there is a there's a monthly fee to watch it. But by downloading the app, if you use promo code Chris Monty, right? M-O-N-T-Y, Chris Monty, C-H-R-I-S, one word. You use one that code, you, that, that makes me get the the few the few clams, the few shekels, the, the change that that dry bar will send me for people signing up because of me. But even though you sign up because of me, you watch my special, which I want you to do, you can also watch any comedian on there, and there's a 1,000 comedians. And Carl, there's, there's tons of comedians you know that have specials on there. Yeah. Um, and they're very funny. I've watched, I mean, just since... I got involved with Dry Bar. I must have watched about 25 specials of other comedians, and they're and they've been fantastic. And no, they're 25 minutes each, so it's an easy watch, you know. 
And one of the good things about dry bar is it's month to month. You don't sign up for the year or something. You can drop. Like you can, you can drop. You can sign up one month at a time and then or you can sign up. They're coming out with deals where you can do three months, six months, a year if you want. But they also have the one month. I, I don't know what the I, – I don't want to give the number. I don't know how, how much it is. But yeah. um, it's not expensive. And you know what? It's 25 minutes. Because normally when we were growing up, uh, you know, comedy special was an hour. You know, so a guy had yeah. an HBO special. Yeah. It's an hour. And that's fine. That's great. When you're going to sit in, you know, watch Netflix or watch Amazon Prime or, or watch HBO on Saturday night with the wife. You know, you watch the hour special. But these are 25-minute specials. So maybe it takes you 25 minutes on your train ride to work. Boom. Yeah, you can plug in your phone, get your Bluetooth in your ear, and watch a special. You know. Okay, so it's Dry Bar Comedy. This Dry Bar Comedy special is called Just Be Happy, and the promo code is all one word: Chris Monty. Everyone knows how to spell Chris M O N T Y. Thank you, sir. Yes. Now, how can people find you out there on the internet? I mean, we've given them some leads, right?